Thank you for joining us for this episode. The Inner Conversation is brought to you by the Living Word of Christ Ministries. Our mission is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. For more information, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can watch service live at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. Or if you miss service, you can catch what you missed on our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy. Alright guys, we're back again for another monthly podcast. And this month, we're going to be talking about holidays. So, we uh, we know something that's a super sensitive topic right now amongst Christians. And so, you know, it's really on our heart to, to kind of to dig into this, you know, we're not here to judge, we're not here to try to, um, you know, put anybody down, nothing like that, you know, this is strictly to be an encouragement, you know, because there's so many different opinions out there, but what we want to do is we want to share the word of God, you know, um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do, so with me today is my beautiful wife, hi, (laughs) um, my wife's name is Mariah. Um, so we've been together for about three years now. And uh, it's been a, a roller coaster. But, you know, I know this is something that for her personally it was um, big. Uh, you want to share a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. So I think for me, the whole reason, or at least seeing, you know, Christians arguing online about the holidays. uh it was just I think it's something that we should have an open discussion about versus just having it's either my way or the highway on what we believe our own personal convictions are right and so I think it's good to have an open conversation versus just trying to condemn other Christians for right for sure um I know like for me it's it's very saddening because you know what I mean the Bible says that uh, non-believers will know that we are believers by how we love one another and how we treat one another especially when it comes to our own convictions is something that could easily push somebody away from wanting to know God because of how we treat each other mm-hmm. because why would they want to you know be a part of a church or a body of Christ if you know, the body is going against itself, right? A kingdom divided against itself can't stand, you know? And so, um, you know, for us personally, like right now, uh, we're doing this podcast days after Halloween. And so I think that was like probably, I think this year seen more stuff about Halloween. I think it's the most I've seen people talk about it. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't even, it was just, it was Christians. Right. Like I haven't seen anybody else make a, as big a deal about as Christians did. Right. You know, and for us, it was interesting. You know, we kept having these conversations like, man, like, you know, we kept seeing people putting other Christians down, you know, and it was like, man, like, you know, that's not what God calls us to do. You know, mm-hmm. God says his second commandment is to love our neighbors. You know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, it's it's just when we see that, when we see the body of Christ not doing that, you know, it's it's heartbreaking because you know we're supposed to be the ones you know being the light in the darkness you know and so um babe why why did we do chunk of treats uh well just like you said we did chunk of treats to be a light in the dark um i think people put too much of the stigma that 
Halloween is demonic and evil and all these other things, which it is because people make it that way. Um, but I think as Christians, it's just our job to share the gospel, right. you know, no matter the day, Halloween, not Halloween. And so we did trunk or treats because that was just another opportunity to share the gospel. Right. I mean, how many times do we get as many adults and teenagers and young kids coming up to us just randomly, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and we didn't do it in a way that glorifies all these evil, gory things. Mm-hmm. We did it to glorify God. Right. And that's what it was all about. It wasn't about anything else except just sharing God and being a light. And being a safe place for people to come. Right. Um, you know, I, like I know the chunk of treats thing, like I seen people who had really, really big platforms like turning around and like putting their convictions on other Christians. Yes. And I'm not saying that's a judge, like I'm not. Um what my point is that like, you know, when we were out there you know, one, it wasn't like every single person was dressed up in some evil costume and we were we had this whole haunted house going or anything like that. Like the whole goal wasn't to like the use of the word quote unquote celebrate. It was to take the opportunity to be a light in the dark. And because for me personally, you know, and I and I really started thinking about it and I started praying about it you know because I, for a second there I questioned myself like is this wrong you know and right. like I thought about it you know and for me because I love being out there and sharing the word you know it, it made it convicted me to think like it's wrong to go out and want to evangelize on a night where man makes it evil you know yeah. because for me it was well, the Bible says that he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Yes. So then, like, for me personally, it's like, so then does God's power stop that one day? You know, and like, like if I sit here and I sit at home and do nothing, then, like, and this is for me personally. Like, I'm not dressing this towards anybody, but for me if I would have stayed home and done nothing, I feel like I would have been hiding on a night where it's a, a big opportunity because one, how can I call myself a Christian when Jesus himself was able to share with the most broken people, the most sinful people, he was able to reach those people in their darkest moments, right? Where you, you even look at Paul, right paul talks about being a servant to all or being a slave to all you know and um like for me personally like i didn't want to feel like i was hiding when i know the power of that's within me like i know the power of god and i know that the power of god isn't going to stop just because i hand out candy at a church event where we're sharing the word as people are coming through you know, so it was like, it was awesome because we got to sit there, you know, and for me personally, my part of the event was just kind of um, making sure the line was, you know, everything was flowing in terms of like the line, making sure everybody had what they needed. But also 
it was sharing our flyer, our church flyer, you know, and I can't tell you how many conversations I had just being able to say like, hey man, you know that Jesus loves you, right? And being able to share the word on a night where they may have, if we didn't do that, they may have gone the entire night thinking about doing something that was sinful and maybe not even hearing about Jesus right or not hearing about Jesus at all and only hearing and seeing all these videos about Christians who say that it's a demonic night Mm -hmm. and that it's all these other things and that's the taste that they get left in their mouth right is that oh well you know well this is you know I mean oh I'm not gonna have to worry about that tonight because you know I mean they don't do that you know what I mean if you know, like like I said, for me personally, it was just I didn't want to feel like I was hiding because for me, that's a perfect opportunity to go out and share the word because I'm going into the trenches of where man wants to make it evil. Well, I'm going to bring that light. And if it was if things that were happening on Halloween were things that I struggle with and that'd be a different story. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's your personal conviction. Yes. Um, And I like I didn't want to. I wouldn't put myself in that situation if it was something I felt like I struggled with because that that obviously wouldn't be what God wants for me. And then that itself goes against God's word. So I think what a lot of people that I've seen that were discussing this topic online struggled with is the line between personal conviction and biblical conviction. And so... A lot of people I've seen discussing were talking about how Halloween is a demonic holiday and, you know, all this other stuff. And when you actually look at the roots of of Halloween, it's actually not demonic by nature. Halloween was actually a holiday before All Saints Day. And All Saints Day was to celebrate all the saints, you know, all these biblical characters. And Halloween was Hallow's Eve, which is Holy Evening. And if you look at certain things that we do on Halloween, you look back at them and they don't have any kind of demonic roots to them. I think Halloween only got demonic because now culture now has made it demonic Mm -hmm. and celebrating all these gory things, horror, evil. I mean, you can see it when you, you know, you drive by and you see all these decorations and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I see something else where, you know, people want to talk in the Bible like, oh, well, it says not to partake in evil. You can't do what evildoers are doing. You can't partake in the wickedness, which is true. You shouldn't partake in sin. You shouldn't partake in the wickedness. But what I would always conversate with people is, well, tell me where exactly it says not to partake in Halloween. Right, because I personally don't celebrate Halloween. I'm not celebrating the holiday. I'm not celebrating, you know, trick-or-treating and costumes and all these things. But do I partake in it with my church? Yes. Why? Because I'm being the light. I'm sharing Christ with these people. And I'm not participating in um, in the celebration of what people would call itself and dressing up and doing it for all the wrong reasons, I guess is the best way mm-hmm. to put it. All right. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, if you're do like, obviously the intention behind it is big. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> if you're not comfortable with it, then by all means, you know what I mean? Then don't. You know what I mean? That's that's that. But 
what we as humans struggle with is trying to put that on other people because we confuse conviction with uh, scripture. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we want to put that on somebody else. Now, if it says in the Bible not to do that, you know what I mean? Then, okay. You know what I mean? But you cannot put a conviction. Like I can't put my conviction on you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I can't tell you like, hey, you know, um, we're going to do chunk of treats and then you say well i'm gonna go and then i'm like well wait a minute like I, i'm not okay with this like it's wrong you know i mean it's a demonic night mm-hmm. i mean i i can't put that on you that's my conviction that for me myself i would say okay cool you know what i mean if you need me like let me know but that's just not for me right and i think that is the issue that um i saw a lot of people doing is well because i personally feel convicted about this night you need to feel it too and I've seen so many people discussing, well, this is why Christians shouldn't celebrate Halloween. And in my opinion, and like my personal opinion, if you're still sharing the gospel and you're still being a light in this darkness and you're not participating in it in the traditional way, then I wouldn't even call it celebrating Halloween. I would say we partook in Halloween because, you know, the church was out there. We had the chunk of treats. But if you looked at all of our trunks, all of it had to do with Jesus. Everything mm-hmm. that about that night was bringing it back to God. Right. No matter left, right, where you looked, right. it was always bringing it back to God. Everybody you talk to, and I see so many people just saying, well, it's my conviction, so it needs to be your conviction too, because the Bible says this. And because the Bible says this, well, then we can't do it. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, well, it doesn't specify anything about holidays, period. You know, it doesn't specify about Halloween, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, yeah, they're pagan holidays. But for me, it's about how we're partaking in these holidays. Mm-hmm. Are we making it about what the world is making it about? Or are we still celebrating God in these holidays? Mm-hmm. Just like we should every day. Right. And for me personally, um, Halloween is something that I'm not a big fan of. Just period. And... I don't feel 100% comfortable in really partaking in Halloween in any way. Right. But when I know that, like for our church, when we're doing it to still be a light, that didn't hinder my conviction. It was just, I know what I'm doing and I know why I'm doing it. And this Mm -hmm. is for God at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like none of it is about me, my pleasure. It's just, okay, God, like I'm doing this so we can bring people to you so people can hear about you. And maybe one day they'll come to church. Maybe one day they get saved. And even though I'm not, like, I don't agree with the basis of Halloween, I'm not going to stop that from sharing the sharing the gospel. But, I mean, like you said, you know, if it's your conviction, that's your conviction. And I'm not going to put my convictions on you, and you can't put your convictions on me. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I You know, one of the other things that God had really put in my heart was... You know, um, and it was because I felt like that heaviness of like, man, like we shouldn't be treating each other like this, you know, was like, man, like out of all the things in the world that we partake in as Christians, you know, Halloween became this one that was like absurd, you know, it's like one, 
if you're a Christian with social media, you know what I mean? You come across all kinds of sinful things. I mean, you think about just sin in general. We're all sinners. You know, I mean, we all fall short. You know what I mean? Like, the things that we do as people at times, you know, like, yeah, the Bible says that, you know, if it makes your brother fall short, then obviously you shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? But there's a fine line, you know, like, um, I think it was such a big thing for me because, you know, every day is God's day. Yes. You know, and for me, it's like every day we have to die to our flesh. And if I'm feeling something that God's putting on my heart not to do, you know what I mean? Then I'm not going to do that. Unless it's God telling me to talk to my pastor about what he feels God. I feel like God is, you know, sharing with what we shouldn't do. Because then at that point I can seek counsel. Like, hey, is this right? Right. You know what I mean? Or, hey, this is what I'm feeling. That way my pastor can let me know if this is me personally because I'm accountable for what I put out there. Yes. I'm God is going to hold me accountable for everything that I share, especially if I have people following me. Because at that point, it's like you're considering you're making yourself a teacher. Because what you're doing is you're saying, "Okay, this is what you need to do." And especially if you have social media, which is like the biggest crippling It's like it's a, it's a huge cripple for Christians who want a, the uh, platform, the platform, but they don't want the purpose. And I'm not saying that to judge. I'm saying that because it's it, you can see it everywhere. Everybody is this somebody who, you know what I mean, is um, sharing the word and sharing all these different things about the Bible, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you're accountable for whatever you put out. Mm-hmm. So if you're putting your convictions on other people and you're doing these things and telling the people that, you know, trust you and what you say, even if it's somebody who doesn't really know the word or a non-believer who's seeing this, you know what I mean? They're going to take your word for it if, if they don't know. And God holds you accountable for that. The Bible says it, yeah. you know, and so, um, you know, but uh, with that being said, I wanted to actually read a scripture um, my wife had shared it with me. My wife had shared it with me, and um, I think it was a perfect scripture because it was, it's it's come up in a conversation that we've had before, and uh, it actually has to do with this. So in First uh, Corinthians chapter nine, verse nineteen through twenty three, it says, "For thou, for though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all." that I might win the more. And to the Jews, because Jews, I became as a Jew that I might win Jews uh, to those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, not being without law toward God, but under law towards Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak, because as weak, then I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some now this i do for the gospel's sake that i may part that i may be partaker of it with you and um you know i wanted to we wanted to share that scripture i should say 
because you know Paul's saying that you know when he says I became a servant to all in other versions he says I became a slave to all you know he's talking about you know um being able to partake in different things not compromising the gospel but partaking in it so that way for the gospel you know um I guess in reference you could say Paul put himself at the service of others in order that God may use him to bring people to Jesus. He does not regard himself as a savior, but as an instrument through which someone might hear the gospel and be saved. He adapts to his audience, but not by compromising the gospel or his message to remove any obstacles to their acceptance of the gospel message. And um, Paul's not advocating, right, um, compromise he is promoting a considerate evangelistic approach one that accounts for different social circumstances ethnicities and religious convictions so what this scripture is saying is that paul partook of these different things so that way he would be able to reach all the more right which is why he says it the way he says it so um what do you think babe? i mean the same thing i think I think people uh, can take a lot of scriptures out of context, um, trying to fit it to what they think it means, which is why I always advocate to, you know, you break it down yourself. You have to dig into it to see what it means yourself. Um, So that way you know who is sharing scripture, if they're right or if they're wrong. Um, Because it's good to have that knowledge for yourself first and foremost um you never want to just take someone's word you know at face value and within this scripture i think it's just perfect not just for specifically halloween but for holidays in general because um the argument of you know holidays are pagan is a very big argument where you have some people saying that christians should partake in these and then you have other people who say christians should not partake in these holidays Mm -hmm. and it goes back to you know like we said your own personal convictions and um how you're partaking in it your intent behind it and i think that this is a perfect example because paul is advocating for the fact that you have to adapt to your audience and he's not saying adapt to your audience by compromise So, for example, you know, Halloween, don't adapt to your audience trying to share trying to share Christ by dressing up as a gory clown and handing out candy and not sharing a word about Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's saying, you know, if it is not against your conviction, then you go, you adapt to your audience and you still share the gospel because no matter what you are doing, you are trying to win souls to Christ. And I think we can tend to forget that because, you know, we get so focused and so caught up in, oh, well, this holiday is because of this or this holiday is celebrating this other God or it's pagan and it has these kinds of roots behind them. And at the end of the day, it's what you're doing to win people to Christ. Right. Holiday or not holiday, if we're being real, because people are watching our lives people we know personally whether we go to work at Mm -hmm. church you know our family members that Mm -hmm. are not saved they're watching us 
And why are we not supposed to go around our unsafe family members? Right. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of us still do. And well, if we can't go, if we can't partake in the things of the world, well, then we that's like us not being in the world, period. Right. God called us to be in the world, but to be set apart. Right. So be an example. Yes, exactly. Transform the image of the son. So if we're not supposed to partake in certain things because it's sinful, well, then why are we hanging out around family that's sinful? Mm. Why do we go to work with people who aren't saved? Right. And so it's just, it's about doing what you do, but not in compromise. Mm. You can't be like, oh, well. Being a light. Yeah, my family's drinking. Oh, but I'm saved. But you know what? I'm supposed to be one with them i'm supposed right. to you know Come adapt you to them well some people can take that wrong they'd be like oh well, i'm supposed to adapt to my audience well my audience right now is my family and they're drinking mm-hmm. so i'm gonna drink to show them like hey you know i'm not right. a super uptight religious person but then you're compromising mm-hmm. because then the bible tells us not to get drunk mm-hmm. and so there's a fine line between adapting and compromising and right. that's where you have to figure out right. where your line is is where your personal convictions are and making sure that you're not stepping into an area that you're weak in. You know, if someone has, um, if someone is an alcoholic, you shouldn't be around alcohol. If you have a problem with lust, you shouldn't be around things that you know are going to try to turn your eyes. Right. Um, it so doesn't you, even have to be people. That could be material. Exactly. That could be material. If you have a problem with greed, you mm-hmm. know, you yeah. get a high paying job, you get all this money. Mm-hmm. And so adapting to your audience doesn't mean that you partake in what they're doing. It means just like God said, we're in the world, but we're set apart. And so we're going to be a light no matter where we're at. And we have to find our own personal convictions with God, you know, by or through our relationship with him and be aware of our strengths and weaknesses. So that way we're not stepping into an area that we're weak in thinking that we can handle it. Um, But knowing that, okay, God, I'm doing this because I want to be a light for you. So you're going to enable me to be that light. Mm -hmm. And if something comes up and I feel like it's compromising, help me to turn away from that temptation. Give me the strength to walk away and just send me on to the next thing that you want me to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I I just want to say, guys, um, you know, we're not doing this, you know, to to judge anyone at all um we're not doing this because we're trying to correct anybody we're doing this because we want to encourage those who also feel led to share on days like these you know we want to encourage you that you know if you're doing a work for god you know what i mean and that's what god wants you to do don't let man's opinion stop you from doing that you know because man's opinion isn't what man's opinion isn't what you have to face on the day of judgment you don't want Jesus to say he never knew you because you listened to men more than you did to God. And, you know, that's why we're doing this because, you know, this is heavy for us, you know, personally, you know, was, we've had some heavy conversations with, um, with our brothers and sisters and just being able to say like, no, this is God's day, man. Like, you know, we're called to share the word. We're called to go and make disciples. Like we're called to love our neighbors as ourselves, to love our enemies you know what I mean? And like Paul says, you know, um, I mean, even Paul lived according to Jewish customs, not to <clears throat> not to be saved, but to appeal to those, 
you know what I mean? Who lives according to those customs. And, you know, uh, like for us, our encouragement, guys, is to just keep sharing the word of God. You know, this is one of the biggest things that we have to face as Christians sometimes is unfortunately other, other Christians. Christians. Other Christians, you know what I mean? And it, and again, <clears throat> this is where growing and really seeking God comes in because, you know what I mean, the more you seek God, the more you're accountable to your pastor, the more that you learn your word, the more that you're able to deal with these types of circumstances when these come about. Because if you know your word, you know what I mean, you're going to be able to know what God wants you to do. And if you're seeking counsel, you know, from your pastor, then, you know what I mean, you have that direction. You have somebody who can pray for you, somebody who can lead you in the right direction when it comes to what God is asking you to do. And, um, you know, we just want to encourage you guys, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's something that can be very discouraging, especially when it's somebody who is supposed to be teaching the same message as you, you know. And again, we're not we're not here to judge at all. We just want to encourage. We want to, you know, share the word, you know. And like Paul said, man, he became a slave to all or servant to all. And that's what we're called to do. That's what Jesus did. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, you know, Jesus didn't fight back. And he didn't show that he was the way, the truth, and the light by backbiting. He didn't show it by trying to get back at people, prove them wrong. He did it by setting the example. And, you know, that's what we're called to do. So if you're somebody who's going through these types of things, you're questioning these types of things, you know, reach out to your pastor. You know what I mean? Um, and just know that, you know what I mean? You're, you're doing the work for God. You're not here to please man. If God's asking you to do something, even if you have to do it alone, you know, even if nobody wanted to join you on the night of Halloween and God was calling you to go and evangelize, you know what I mean? You're the only one that wanted to go. Well, hey, you know I mean, you're accountable to God, not to man. You know what I mean? God's going to hold you accountable for what he asked you to do and what you did with the time that he gave you here on earth. And that goes for me, my wife, for all of us who claim that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. You know what I mean? Because we know that at the end of the day, we have to face him. You know, so is there anything you want to share? I think the only thing is just I think it's just an encouragement to you know for us Christians to stick together I think I've seen us tearing each other down more this last month just because of one day than I've seen other Christians encouraging each other mm-hmm. and I think that's really sad I think that's sad that somehow some way all these Christians somehow like binded together to come against the christians who might have felt that conviction to go out and evangelize on halloween Mm -hmm. and we're being condemned and and convicted because um they personally believe that halloween is demonic and christians should have nothing to do with it right versus you know people like us where we felt that conviction to go and share on that day um because we recognize well god's still god god still reigns um this isn't the devil's day mm-hmm. and we're just going to do what God is asking us to do. And I think that I would like to encourage everybody just to come together as Christians to have that community. Right. You know, because I think a lot of us can be alone out there sometimes where 
you know, we have questions or we may have certain convictions, but sometimes we feel like we don't have that person to go and ask or that person to just conversate with. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they may not have a home church or a pastor to be able to talk to. And I think that it's our job as Christians to, you know, to be able to have these open discussions and, you know, and welcome discussions from other people versus just trying to shut it down and be like, well, your way is wrong. Yeah. And my way is Mm -hmm. right. I think that we should be called to have these discussions and we're not going to win anybody over by condemning and convicting and saying you're wrong. We're going to win people over by showing love by having open conversations, by having hard conversations and just, you know, like you said, being the light and being the example. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only encouragement that I can give is just continue doing what God is asking you to do, whether people agree or not. As long as you know it's God, then you're going to, I think you should keep pushing. You know, people are always going to have an opinion, but the only, the only opinion that matters is God's. The, the last thing I'll say is... You know, because, and this was, I guess, directed towards Halloween or because, I mean, I, I know for every holiday there's, there is, you know, something, some kind of evil thing. Right. So my question is, you know, does the enemy just suddenly stop working on every other day? You know what I mean? Are people not able to get possessed any other day or satanists and all this other evil stuff not happening on these other days are they just more powerful yeah like do you know and again i'm not this is a serious question because it's something that can't it came to me right now like i'm not trying to come off like i'm being judgmental but it's a serious question like we have to remember who our god is yes the power that god has you know what i mean because if satan's already been defeated then that means that nothing that's on this earth if you truly stand for God and you truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ and you stand on the power of God, nothing can come against that, right? Um, nothing, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, right? Unless you welcome it. Right, we're covered by the blood. Right, we're covered by the blood, you know? And so we have to take that in con- into consideration is one day of whatever man is wanting to do does not define the power of God. Yes. Like, we have that power within us. So instead of trying to say that we shouldn't, we should come together and stand up against it. We're the front line. We're the ones who are supposed to show that it doesn't matter what day, what time, how bad it looks. You know what I mean? If it's what God is calling me to do, that's what I'm called to do. That's where miracles happen. You know, that's where God does his work. God's, God God. God doesn't do his work when we're just preaching to the choir. You know what I mean? It's easy we're to stay in our churches. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it isn't it like don't get me wrong, beautiful things happen in the church. That's yes. it's God's church. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> we have to remember that God's work doesn't stop just because man's man is doing something that we consider evil. Mm-hmm. Man is doing something that's evil like that, you know what I mean? And church doesn't Um, stop at the four walls yeah you know what i mean like we are the church we're supposed to be the ones who set the example you know what i mean we're the ones who um can be such a light on a day that's considered evil 
You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, if you're dressing up in some crazy, you know, um, dark Halloween costume and you're partying and you're doing all this stuff, then and you're actually worshiping yeah, the devil like and doing sacrifices. Yeah, like That's you're different. literally celebrating it, celebrating, celebrating it. You know what I mean? Then, then hey, okay, like you know, what I mean, you're crossing some lines there because then at that point you're welcoming that. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're somebody, if you're a believer. And on a night like Halloween or on a holiday where people say, no, that's pagan or that's evil or that's this or that's that. But God is putting it on your heart to go out and share the word of God, to share the truth, to pray for people. Mind you, our chunk of treats wasn't, we weren't playing worldly music. We didn't have any worldly trunks. You know what I mean? Uh, Nobody that was going around was just having normal conversations, talking about how great Halloween is. Uh, We had people praying for people. We had our banner up, every trunk, like my wife said, had to do with Jesus. And we had, you know, multiple people going around and sharing the word. You know, our pastor was out there talking to so many different people. You know, I was, um, our head usher was, you know, we had uh, another pastor there who was also sharing, you know, and we turned it into what, what the enemy tries to do for bad, God turned into good because there were people who were prayed for. Who the word who the word was shared with, and ultimately, like seeds that were planted, seeds planted on a night that was supposed to be considered evil. So what happens on another day? Let's say you go to a, a foreign country where evil things happen all the time. Are we just supposed to stop sending missionaries because evil stuff happens there? Right. Like, are we supposed to like are we supposed to stop going into these neighborhoods where there's gang violence? Are we supposed to stop going to prisons where there's murderers, rapists, and all these other things that are in there and not share the gospel with them because there's evil there? Are we supposed to stop, you know what I mean, doing these, sharing the gospel with each and every person that we come across because there's evil? Because Satan, you know what I mean, because somebody's a, a Satanist, you know what I mean? The, the work of God doesn't stop because of a quote-unquote holiday. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just... Like for us, man, it was just saddening because saddening because that's not what I can't. I, I'm not gonna say that. I'll I'll say we are not called to tear tear each other apart, but to come together and know our place. Know that you know what I mean. Hey, this just isn't for me. But to be understanding, if another brother or sister is gonna go and share the word on a night where you don't want to. Right. Or where it's you don't feel called to do. Yeah, respecting each other's convictions. Yeah, absolutely. Because I may so, feel convicted, you know, not to partake in, you know, sharing mm-hmm. um, on that day in any way, shape, or form. But like you said, you had a conviction to do so. Mm-hmm. So am I so to sit here and judge you and say, oh, well, my husband's out here um, on this evil day sharing God. How horrible of him. Yeah. Well, like, let's put it like this. And I'll uh, kind of getting short on time, so... I'll, uh, I'll end it with this. You know, let's just say that was a situation where you didn't want me to go. But I felt God leading me to go and share on a night where it's considered something evil. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go and pray for people. I wanted to share the word at this chunk of treats, right? Right. Wouldn't you agree that instead of trying to share with me that it's demonic and that it's evil and that, you know what I mean, it's pagan and that it's all these other things... Wouldn't you agree that it would be more of a godly thing to do in saying, you know what? My conviction says that 
I can't go out tonight because of my own convictions. But if you're going to go out and share the word, I'm not going to try to make you feel bad for that. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to try to sit here and tell you what you need to do. Because if this is God, I'm going to pray for you. Right. While you're out there, I'm going to pray. Um, I'm going to pray that, you know what I mean? You reach who God wants you to reach. I'm going to pray that, you know, the Holy Spirit gives you the words that you need to share and that the power of God is shown through you going out on a night that's supposed to be for evil and turning it for good. Yes. And so um, with that being said, guys, that's our podcast for this month. Um, so there's we're doing something a little new, too, as well. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, you actually have the option to ask questions. And you also have the option to uh, to rate our podcast. So if you guys could please do that, you know, we'd love to hear you guys' feedback. You know, I mean, if there's questions that you would like answered, if there's questions that you, you know, what I mean, or let's just say there's topics that you would like to hear about. You know, what I mean, we'd love to, to get your feedback on that. You know, what I mean, let us know how we did. You know, what I mean, let us know what you think. You know what I mean? Um, that's why we do this. Uh, we're not doing this because we want glory or we want anything like that. We're doing this because this is what God has called us to do, and that's to share the word. And so, uh, anything else, babe? No, I think, I think it's just a heavy discussion, you know, just for however much amount of time we had. But I think it's a discussion that we can always just open up, like you said. Yeah, for you sure. Know, to hear feedback and you know see what everybody else thinks and i mean just keep going you know just like you said community yeah absolutely coming together definitely definitely supporting each other and you know what god's calling us to do Mm -hmm. and i think that's important i don't think enough uh christians support each other i think i think sometimes we can just tear each other down over our own things but we let our flesh get in the way too much, you know? Yeah, our pride, um, yeah, our own ideas, you know. opinions. And the, the thing is, nobody's perfect, man. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. Nobody's, you know what I mean? If, if you know what I mean, you make a mistake, just man up to it. You know what I mean? You made a mistake, you messed up. You know what I mean? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect at all. Nobody knows everything. Nobody understands every single thing about God. Except God himself and Jesus Christ, you know, and so on the Holy Spirit. And but, you know, uh, yeah. So, again, guys, just um, like I said, if you guys have any questions that you would like to ask or, I mean, you guys want to let us know how we did, you know, you can rate us on the the Spotify app. I know uh, Spotify for Podcasters app. It's on there. There's uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, It's on almost every platform that I can think of. Um, we are going to be putting it on YouTube soon. So just uh, look out for that. But yeah, other than that, guys, that's it. Um, you want to close this out in prayer, babe? Okay. Lord God, we just thank you for us just being able to come together and just, you know, discuss this topic, Lord. For it was heavy on our hearts and we just felt that you wanted us to just share and open up the conversation. I pray that whoever is listening, God, that you can open up their hearts, their ears, and their mind, Lord, to, you know, these things that you're trying to show us. And, God, maybe they're questioning certain things and or they're just having questions in general. And I pray, God, that 
you can just lead them to you and Amen. lead them to people, Lord, who can just show yes, them the right Lord. way and who can pour into them and who can just lead them further into your truth, God. Thank you, Lord. Not man's truth, Lord, but your truth. Yes. And we thank you, God, for yes. the podcast that is reaching, Lord, who you have intended it to reach. And we thank you, Lord, for all the avenues of conversation that this is going to be able to open up. And we just pray that you have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. God bless. All right, guys. So that'll be it for this episode. We honestly just want to thank everybody for your support. If you or someone you know is looking for a church, our doors are still open. And you can watch on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, weekly on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can watch any service, including the Women's Conference, on our YouTube channel, The Living Word of Christ Ministries. For directions, we are located at 1107 Alta Vista Drive, Biggersfoot, California, 93305. We'll see you on the next episode, and God bless you.